Welcome everyone to the Power Half Hour. Today we have a super special guest, uh, my good friend Riley Nichols of Bricks Real Estate Group from Calgary, Alberta. Welcome, Riley. Thanks for having me, brother. Appreciate your time. This is a long time coming, man, and thank you for being on today. I know you guys are crushing us, super busy, um, but do share with us who you are, how you got started, man. Absolutely. Uh, so basically, I was born in Vancouver, John's hometown. Uh, moved to Calgary at an early age because my parents had split up when I was younger. It was kind of interesting because I kind of grew up with two different family dynamics. So moved to Calgary and I was kind of weak on at my dad's house, weak on at my mom's house. And it was, it was super unique because my dad kind of had a different, different parenting style than my mom did. Um, so that was super interesting, kind of learning two different dynamics, two different ways of living. One was kind of a little more militant and I kind of had to follow the rules and do everything perfectly. And then on the mom's side, I kind of had a long leash and I could kind of do whatever I want, which was good. So I got a lot of life experience really early and kind of learned a lot of stuff. Um, I'm the oldest of three brothers. So oh. when I was kind of, yeah, you didn't know that, did you? I didn't know that. No. <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of, I'm the oldest of three brothers. So when I w was going back and forth, I didn't really have a whole lot of mentors. So it kind of led me down a weird path. Um, you know, I kind of found mentorship in, you know, some older men and they had a big influence on me and I started selling drugs at a really young age. I was like 13. Oh, uh, goodness. So ended up selling drugs from age like 13 to 20. Um, and that was kind of like, kind of what created me, I guess, in the beginning, it was kind of an interesting path. Uh, fast forward, I kind of used that money, put myself through university, uh, went to university of Calgary. My biggest thing was I, I really wanted to play, play professional football. So I played mm. football from since I was eight years old until I was about 20. Wow. Um, and so I'm at UFC. I'm selling drugs. I'm playing football. I'm kind of doing the whole song and dance. And I kind of like I kind of got to a point and I was just like, there's got to be something more, you know, like I, I don't just want to keep bashing my head against people and leading down this dark path. And it was it was kind of tough. So. I, I dropped out of school. I was like, you know what? Something's got to change. So I dropped out of school. I kind of quit everything. Football mm. was my identity. So that was a real shift too, because you do something for so long and you kind of, that shapes you. Riley's the football guy. He's not the real estate guy. So I, I kind of had to quit everything and, and recreate myself, which was a really tough transition. I was really depressed and kind of in a dark place mm. for a long time. So fast forward, got my real estate license and I made a promise to myself. I was like, I will never do anything unethical again. I will never break the law again. I was joking to Sid earlier, like I still get a ton of speeding tickets. So that's probably like breaking the law a little bit, but, <laughs> but I, I promise to just stay on the straight and narrow and, and, and get my shit straight. So got my real estate license, uh, ended up completing the license in, in uh, five weeks. Wow. So that's pretty, that's pretty fast. I was doing, cause I quit everything. I had no job. I had a little bit of money saved up. I wasn't in school anymore. Um, so I was spending like 15 hours a day doing this real estate license. Cause I'm like, the faster I get this done, the faster I can start selling. So got my real estate license. Uh, and then I ended up joining kind of an old school, traditional brokerage, uh, Royal LePage solutions in Calgary here. Mm -hmm. And I'm just this young buck. I'm like 22 trying to set the world on fire. I don't own a house. Uh, I've never, I don't really know anything about real estate and I'm just like, how am I going to do this? You know, but I kind of had this, this pretty intense work ethic from football anyway. So I kind of had these, these things ingrained in me already, like working hard and showing up on time and just trying to be the best version of yourself. 
and went to Royal LePage. And it was, again, it was like super old school. So all these people who had been in the business for like 30 years, um, I ended up like, I'd get there and I, I told the broker, I was like, I need to have an office. Like, that's the biggest thing is I need to have an office. And I would go to the office and no one would really talk to me because they're like, well, this 22 year old kid's just going to flake out. Right. You know, he's whatever. And uh, Diane, the broker, she said, I was like, what's the best anyone's ever done at Royal LePage? Like in their first year, what's the best anyone's ever done? And she's like, well, this one guy, Will, he, she's like, he made 300K in his first year. And I'm like, I'm going to do that, Diane. Like that's, I'm going to crush that. So she thought I was a little crazy. And I would go to each office all the time. And I would go and I'd sit down and I'd say, hey man, tell me how you do your listing presentation. How do you handle buyers? How do you do this? How do you build your business? And I would, I'd go in there really early at like 7 a.m. And I'd wait for all these agents to come in. And then I would just bug the shit out of everybody who was there for an hour until they kicked me out of their office to learn everything. And then fast forward from that, I ended up doing 35 transactions in my first year. And I hit, I hit 270K in my first Ooh. year as a 22-year-old. As a so I, I, didn't, I didn't quite hit the mark, but I was, you know, it was pretty crazy. Uh, and then fast forward from that, joined EXP. Uh, I met Sydney, whose girlfriend, soon to be wife. Um, so that's fun too. Congratulations. Well, not, not quite, but it's, it's on the oh, way. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, joined DXP. Joined In the process, I, I bought a couple of homes too, which is super exciting. That was one of my big goals of purchasing a house. Uh, joined DXP, started Bricks Real Estate Group, and it kind of been, you know, bringing on talent and finding new people. And now this year, fast forward, hit Icon once. First year at DXP, I hit Icon in five months, I think. Hit icon, hit icon again this year. I did it in four months this year. Oh, my um, goodness. And then this year, we're on track for over 100 units, and we're going to hit seven figures this year, which is pretty awesome. And that's that's amazing. Uh, within four, uh, three, uh, three and a half years, you're able to do this. I remember when you first uh, got connected, we were in the EXP world, and then you called me up. You said, hey, man, I want some of that fire. You know, teach me what, what, you, what you got. And then we got on these calls, and I'm like, Man, this guy does not waste time. So for a normal 22-year-old, maybe some of us on the call, like how did you break through that? Because at 22 year olds, how do you even know where to go in your life? Yeah. That was that was kind of the tough thing, is I was just like when I I knew I knew entering real estate was gonna be really difficult already because it's it's such a it's an old man game, is kind of what I call it. And I know there's not a whole lot of 22-year-olds in the industry. And I knew the learning curve was going to be like this. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to talk the lingo. I don't really understand mortgages yet. So I, I just researched everything I could. I was reading every real estate book that I could get my hands on. I was just soaking up all that info. Um, anyone who was doing really well in my office or anyone, any colleague or anything, I'd be interviewing them all the time just to figure out what they're doing so I could ultimately kind of get my own flavor. And then I'd say another big thing that, I was like, you know what? I don't really care about making money in my first year. You know, I obviously I, I did end up making money, but it wasn't like my main focus. Um, the main focus was just like getting experience and getting as much hands-on experience as I could. And I didn't care if I messed up a listing appointment. I wanted to go on as many listing appointments as I could. I didn't care mm -hmm. if I lost buyers. I went on every buyer appointment that I could and just continuing to you know it's just trial and error ultimately and just massive action basically over time how are you so unstoppable <laughs> I've, i don't know i've just i've got this drive i think like even 
going back and forth between different families and just kind of the the interesting life and childhood that I had, that I had, I just, I felt really helpless in some aspects and kind of what I was doing. And I, I know through real estate and just like kind of creating my own financial future and just connecting with people. That's been a, I feel more empowered now, you know what I mean? And just helping others at the same time. So it, it brings me joy too. It doesn't, it doesn't mm. feel like work. I think that's a big thing too. It doesn't feel like I might work, you know, 80 hours a week, but it doesn't feel like I'm working 80 hours a week. You know what I mean? Definitely. Wow. I mean, so you really have to enjoy the work, guys. I mean, no matter how you look at it, but to, to most of us, especially at 22 years old, this stuff is boring, right? How did you get <laughs> yeah. through that boredom? It's, it's, it's daily repetitious boredom, grind after grind. Like, how do you make it, make it fun? I think just seeing, I've always been interested in self-development too. You know what I mean? Like Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone and all these big real estate people. And I knew, I knew real estate is a good vehicle for wealth also. And I knew I didn't want to, I didn't want to live the same way that I did when I was a kid. So I was like, well, what's a, what's a, what's a vehicle for wealth that I could get into? And real estate was kind of the answer. And mm. it, it is a little boring, but you know, like some people don't, they don't teach you credit in school. They don't teach you really about buying a house or anything around that. And that stuff fires me up. Like I, mm. I love the financial world. I love learning about stocks and real estate and mortgages. And I don't know. I don't find that boring. I think some people might, but I, I like it. <laughs> That's awesome. I, you know, I get a lot of uh, young guys asking me, you know, 21, 20 years old. Um, they have a lot of opportunities and everything is a shiny object to them to make money, right? I want to become an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. I want to make money while, while sitting at home or whatever it is. How did you stay focused and just say, hey, I'm not going to pay attention to that. I'm just going to do this. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point because I always wanted to kind of be a business owner, right? Like that's just, that had a draw. And that was a big draw to me too, is like making my own schedule and just kind of living on my own terms. And at the time I had a, I had a few different businesses kind of in that, in that time frame between getting my real estate license and even after mm. I got it. So I had a, a food truck, like it was a pierogi food truck that I, that I owned with a partner. And then I had an Airbnb business also where we were, uh, we were leasing short-term rental properties and then we were putting them on Airbnb to generate a profit. Um, and then the third thing is we had a real estate course at the same time. So I, had four, I had four different things going on. I had the real estate course, the Airbnb business, the food truck. Um, and I'm just, I had too many things going on. And again, just seeking mentorship from other people too. They're like, Riley, you gotta, you gotta chill out. Like you've got way too much stuff going on. Yeah. So, that, so that's when I, as soon as COVID happened, I was like, okay, hey, no more Airbnb stuff because this just isn't working anymore. The food truck, we can't even operate the food truck because of COVID anyway. The real estate course flopped. So that was okay at the time. And I'm like, all in on real estate, focus on this, just focus on buying and selling, focus on building the brand, building the team. And then as soon as I did that and actually dialed in and focused all my efforts on one thing, then I started to see the success. Not when I had the bumblebee effect buzzing around to all this different stuff all the time. Yeah. See, once you have that laser focus and you put all eggs in one basket, especially for right now, you're building this business up to over a hundred deals. It's all about that laser focus. Now, what were some of your struggles going through that? Um, you know, did you, did you just right out of the gate do 35 deals in your first, uh, first six months uh, right off the bat? Or did you have like a, a period where you did no deals and then it was 35 all of a sudden? 
I wish I did 35 deals when I first started. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to the office like every single day. I'm spending, I'm literally working 100 hours a week when I first Ooh. started. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out lead gen, right? Like I'm like, lead gen's got to be where it's at. So I would do open houses uh, Saturday and Sunday. I would do four a week. And I would do, say, a two-hour period of open houses every single week on the weekend, Saturdays and Sundays. Then the money that I did have, I had 20K saved up when I first got in the business, which is, as you know, it's not really a whole lot. It didn't last me very long. And so I put a little bit of that into the lead gen efforts. Mm. And I would literally, I would cold call and do my lead gen Monday to Friday. And I'd be calling for sale by owners on Kijiji. Uh, I would be calling all my lead gen stuff. I would be, I would send uh, 15 handwritten cards a day to anybody who registered on the website with an address. And then I would do four open houses on the weekend. So I would literally just grind. And I did that for, I started in July and I did that July, August, September, October, November, December. So I did that for six months and I wanted to quit like four times throughout that. Right. I ran out of money. I moved back to my mom's house and I was renting my own spot, moved back to my mom's house. So I'm doing all this at home and at the office. Um, and I, I literally didn't sell a house until November. That was oh. my first, my first transaction. So it was five months of effort of like, you know, grinding until I actually did my first transaction. I had no money. So I had to advance that deal and take as much cash as I could from it. And then it was the, the, the second period of six months where all my efforts of that condensed period then turned into the 35 deals for the next six months. Oh my goodness. Okay. So it was six, six months, 35 deals, but the first six months, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Zero, nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I want everyone to just hear this guys. If you are in that grind right now where you're getting nothing in those six months, keep on keeping on. What had you not quit? Cause you said you wanted to quit four times. Yeah. What, what went on in here and kept you going? It's actually, okay, so I, I read a quote a few days ago and it's relevant. So burn the ships, right? I, I didn't have a choice. I, I put all my eggs in one basket. It, I, I can't remember who said the, the quote, but they, these, the, the guy, I think it was a, a Mexican uh, military or something. And they go and they're going to war. And the commander says, burn the ships, you know, we're not going home. Like we're burning the ships. You have no option but to win. All the odds are stacked against you. Ooh. You know, young guy, 22, not a whole lot of money, drug dealer. You know what I mean? Like all the odds are stacked against me, but I, I burned the ships. I don't have a choice. It's either sink or swim. So when I felt, when I felt really shitty and I wanted to give up, I was like, well, I backed myself into a corner on purpose because I know if I do that, I'm going to succeed. It's going to suck and it's going to hurt, but I, I burned the ships, you know, and I think other people got to realize that too, is like, if you really want something, you need to go all in. You can't, your plan, your plan B is doing plan A again. Your plan C is doing plan A again. Right. Over and over. Right. So you went, you went completely just full time on it. You, you didn't waste any time. You just went all in and you didn't have any options. Cause a lot of times as real estate agents, we have too many options. Should I prospect or should I go to Starbucks to get a coffee and then come back yeah. and, and serve Facebook? Yeah. Riley had no options, guys. That's why you didn't quit because you, you had nowhere else to go. Nothing. Yeah. A funny story too. So like I, I ran out of money after about four months. I, I burned through my whole 20 grand. I, I spent it all on lead gen and branding and marketing and all that kind of stuff. So I, 
I sold my vehicle at the time. So I had a, wow. I had a, I had a Toyota four runner. It was worth about five K. I moved back to my mom's house to save money. I sold my four runner. I got five G's and I was like, you know what? This will help me just continue to propel. And I have good credit. So I said, well, I can finance a vehicle and I can get six months, no payments. Wow. So I finance a vehicle. I had six months, no payments. Cause I, I can't just not drive. Right. I need to have <laughs> wheels. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, well, I know the next six months are going to be great. So I'll take the five G's from my used vehicle. I'll move back to my mom's house. I'll finance a ride. So I buy myself some time. And that also put more pressure on me because I was like, burn the ships, right? I'll finance this vehicle. I got payments in six months. I, I got to do something. So I added additional heat by financing this vehicle to continue moving forward. <laughs> That's inspiring, man. Um, and guys, uh, the audience listening right now, if you're not inspired, uh, there's something wrong with you. This is super inspiring. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the the looking bad thing, because a lot of us are not willing to look bad. Oh my gosh, what if I sold my car and people are going to judge me this way? Or what happened to Riley? You know, did you ever have that thought in your head? Like, I, I don't want to look bad. Yeah, well, I, I think the I think the the hardest thing for me was like everybody knew me as the football guy, right? right? And if you're late, maybe you're in oil and gas. Everyone knows you as the oil and gas guy. And it's even you, like you're in real estate now, you're the real estate guy. But before that, you know, so I think that, I think the identity shift was probably the hardest thing because mm. anyone getting into the business, they may have done something before. And I think that was the hardest thing. Like I felt like I let other people down who thought that I was going to do really well in football. So it was like this weird identity clash. And then that was probably the hardest thing is like, I don't know, recreating myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. The identity crisis, right? Who am I now? Like, mm -hmm. what's my next step now? Now that you've declared who you're being and who you are is the real estate agent. You are the real estate guy. You're the bricks real estate group, and it's like all in, and everything all just in. start to come together. Yeah, that's and awesome. Was, and I mean, yeah, like you sell your vehicle, you move back to your mom's house. Like, I didn't really care, you know. Like that, that that was the hand that was dealt to me. And I was like, this is, again, this is my only option. So if I, if I need to conserve cash flow right now, so I can funnel this into the real estate business, I don't really have a choice, but to do this. So I was like, yeah, people may talk shit or whatever. Right. But again, no choice, burn the ships. <laughs> it's crazy because a, a lot of us would have blamed the circumstances, blamed you know, the market, blamed whatever. Um, how did you take responsibility so quickly? And you didn't even think about it. Well, that was a tough thing too, because even when I when I first when I first got into the business, I guess it would have been 2017, and in Calgary the market wasn't very good. Like it was, no. a, it was it sucked. So yeah. I, I'm in the I'm in this old school brokerage, and all these agents are already like, oh, I wish it was back when and ten years ago when everything mm. was going so good, and everybody's negative, 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 and I'm just this kid trying to figure everything out, and I've got all these guys who have been in the business for 20 years, just complaining about how bad it is. Mm. And I, I just kind of had to ignore it. I read a, I read a good book and it was uh, it was a Gary Keller book and it was how, how tough agents handle tough times or something like that. Oh. And it was just, it was just shifting your mindset on how to operate in a down market. So I really, I really learned too. I was like, if I can perform extremely well in a down market and just learn the shit and the, you know, the depths when it sucks, when it turns around, we're going to be doing great. So that was a big thing is just like kind of ignoring all the noise, shifting my own mindset and just ignoring all the noise. And then 
performing well in a down market. Cause I knew if I could do that, then I would I'd be off to the races when things kind of picked up again. That's incredible. I, again, I, I just want to say kudos to you and kudos to all the Calgary agents um, who are listening uh, on Facebook or, or on zoom here. You guys have been in a tough market since uh, 2014 and it has been easy. And this is the, the year that you guys turn around. So this is your guys's year uh, to Hell really yeah. blow it up. Now you're going past hundred deals this year. Congratulations, by the way, now 35 to 100 in three years, right? Yeah, about that. Yeah, and three years. So, so what do you see yourself doing in the next five to 10 years, uh, whether, you know, you're building your organization or, or, or scaling up to like 500 deals? What do you think? Uh, I think I think kind of medium to short term, like we're always looking for new talent to kind of bring into the organization. So that's obviously a big thing we're looking at doing. I'd say in the next, you know, two to five years, I'd like to kind of hit that 350 to 400 deal mark. Um, again, I think by bringing on the right talent and the right people, I think that should be, we should be able to hit that. No problem. Um, we're actually working on building a, a real estate course right now too, just to help service agents and, and build the organization, help agents do better and like build a sustainable business, not just be a realtor. Everybody says that they're a realtor, but they don't actually run a business properly. So teaching agents how to do that. So we're going to be launching that in the next few months. Um, and then continue to scale from there, you know, just finding the right talent and, and going from there. I, I'd like to hit that 500 deal a year mark. We should be able to hit that in the next five years. No problem. I think we're, yeah, no problem. Dude, you know, when I look into your eyes, you have absolutely zero doubt that you're going to hit the 500 deal market. And it was just like a matter of fact, you know, when, when I said hundred deals, when I was doing about 20 deals, uh, there was a lot of doubt and I could see your eyes that you just, you, you're unstoppable, man. Um, do tell us a little bit about what you're trying to create with the real estate course. How, how is that structured? Weekly calls, one-on-one coaching? What is it? Uh, so in the beginning, it's going to be uh, not necessarily self-taught, but all the content is going to be compiled in, say, a Kajabi or a Thinktific platform. Okay. So we're going to have all the content is going to be available there. Uh, there's going to be video content that's kind of in conjunction with the, the written content. And then we're going to build in some accountability as well. So whether it's group coaching on a, a weekly basis, uh, there's going to be some other stuff in there where if agents, um, they might need a little more support or a little bit more handholding and one-on-one, we're going to have some options in there for them too. So it's kind of, it's all getting structured right now, but it'll be a mixture of video and written content. And then also a little more interactive stuff with, you know, myself or some coaches that's going to be, you know, weekly or one-on-one or Zoom calls, that kind of thing. Yeah, man, you're a legend in the making, dude. Uh, you're doing so much so quickly. Uh, you know, coming from a humble beginning, you know, selling drugs, thirteen to like twenty years old. Uh, th- th- those are some like tough beginnings. Um, is that your why to just never be there again, or is there something else that uh, we don't know about yet? I'd say that's that's part of it. Um, like another big thing is like my, my mom worked so hard when we were kids, like she would work two jobs and, you know, like sometimes we didn't have groceries and like we had to figure out what we were going to cook until mom got a payday so we could get groceries and stuff like that. And she worked her ass off, you know, she gave us the best life we could have. And I'm super grateful for that. But I, at the same time, I also felt helplessness. So I don't Mm. ever want to be put in that position again. I don't want my family to be put in that position again. So that's a big thing for me. Um, 
and then and then giving people the ability to not feel helpless either, right? Whether it's maybe they're stuck in their job right now or they're stuck in a career and they want to make a change. Um, you know, again, just giving that opportunity to other people, maybe something I didn't have early on. Wow. So not only are you serving your clients in real estate, buying and selling homes, <clears throat> but you also want to inspire others to, to, to become successful, just like what you did in such a short time. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and show that it, it, I don't know, it, if you really put your head down and do it and, and, and absorb the right information and learn through osmosis, like you can do it too. It's not rocket science, right? It's just, you have to be willing, you have to be acceptable to coaching and you have to learn from others and be humble, right? And, and show humility too, right? Like I've been humiliated for a long time, even, you know, even from a young age in real estate, like you get talked down a lot when you're a 20 year old trying to sell houses, right? Like it's not, it wasn't easy. And so all those, uh, all those things, those bumps on the road made you stronger and stronger until you where you are today. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome, man. What, what else do you want to contribute to, to the real estate uh, community? Just curious. Um, I mean, one big thing that like I'm actively trying to work on is just being a little more present on social media. Like mm. I've, I've got a lot of things that I want to say. Sometimes I just don't say them. So, mm. I mean, that's, that's a big thing that we're going to be working on for, you know, closing out Q4 and then 2022 is, you know, building out some more good YouTube content you know, being on more Zoom calls and podcasts and stuff like that. And just like, I don't know, sharing my story and just, you know, if I can give anybody a little gold nugget here or there and it clicks in their brain, I mean, that's, that makes me happy. Right. So just giving back a little bit more and, and sharing what I've learned from, you know, where I started until where I'm at now. Man, I'm, I'm just honored that you are willing to share. I think this is your first time sharing uh, on, on any platform, your story, right? Yep. This is the first in time detail. in this, in this, in this, yeah, in this detail for sure. Man, what a, just a phenomenal story. Um, what do you think is the, for some of us who are starting out just like yourself, younger, you know, probably a year or two in the business, kind of struggling. What are two pieces of advice that you would give them as a young agent to move forward? So one thing, it's a Tony Robbins quote, and it's stuck with me for a long time. Uh, repetition is the mother of skill. So the more that you do something, it's going to create skill eventually, right? If you want to learn how to play piano, the only way to learn how to play piano is playing it every single day over and over and over. So if you're struggling in real estate and you maybe, maybe you're like, figure out what your weaknesses are and then work on them to improve them, right? Obviously you want to double down on your strengths, but at the same time, you want to work on your weaknesses as well. If you mm. suck at list, if you suck at listing appointments, go on a hundred listing appointments so you can figure out where you're making mistakes. Right. So repetition is the mother of skill. That'd be my first one. And then the second one, um, seeking mentorship from people who have already paved the way, right? Like you don't, it's, you don't need to recreate everything. If there's already systems in place and people who have done something, learn from them and then apply that in the same way. Like I didn't learn everything that I know for myself. It's not all self-taught. Some of it is, but when I was at the first brokerage, I would learn from all these agents who have been doing it for 30 years. I would read a real estate book where it would have all this content distilled into 300 pages from someone who had been selling real estate for 30 years. Why right. would I try to, why would I try to figure everything <laughs> out when everybody's already paved the way and I can just absorb all of this stuff. So seeking mentorship from others who have paved the way and repetition is the mother of skill. Those would be my two big pieces of advice. 
That's huge for the young guys out there. Guys, just keep on keeping on repetition, repetition, repetition. You got to master the repetitious boredom and get a mentor. If you don't have a mentor, you know what? Reach out to myself. Reach out to, to Riley. Riley, how can we contribute to you today? You've given us so much. How can we join your team? How can we uh, send you referrals? Uh, so obviously we service Calgary and surrounding area market. So if anybody needs any assistance with clients down that way, uh, if you guys want to hit us up on uh, at Bricks Real Estate Group, B-R-I-X uh, on Instagram, or you can follow me, uh, Riley Nichols on Instagram as well. And yeah, if anyone wants to connect or chat or has questions or wants a soundboard, just shoot us a DM and yeah, I'd love to connect with you guys. Man, I love talking to you. Um, you always inspire me. I just love seeing you crushing. I love seeing you winning. Congratulations on a big success. And you know what? Let's uh, take it to the next level. Guys, thank you for watching today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Riley, for, thank contrib you, brother. for your contribution. Have a great day, guys. Thanks, everyone. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.